0: One of the questions I get asked a lot is, what is the difference in the working functions between an exponential enterprise and a normal brick-and-mortar business? Well, last episode, we discussed a little bit about what we call some of the control mechanisms as opposed to some of the creativity mechanisms. And under the control mechanisms, we spoke about things like interfaces, dashboards, experimentation, autonomy, and social the social discourse that's involved on the control side. On the creative side, we're talking about things like um, staff on demand, uh, community and the crowd, um, algorithms, leveraged assets, and engagement. So today, what I'd like to do is take a deeper dive, go behind the curtains a little bit, and go into some detail about some of these actual working functions. And I think we just start on staff on demand. Now, we all know that staff is one of the top three um, expense items of the general ledger. It's one of the biggest expenses to organizations. And one of the most powerful things that exponential organizers have is they can carry a small component on staff. Obviously, it varies from industry to industry, and we know that, look, perhaps in mining and construction, you're still going to have a big component of staff. Uh, Obviously, when it comes to pure information and and, and digital, you have less staffing to worry about. But it's very powerful as far as the scale of economy is concerned. Um, We'd like to look at what is happening is that they are deleveraging that cost by simply outsourcing. And you can go to various sites to get freelancers to do work as a, a on a job on a, on a regular basis, or you can do it per project. So it becomes a very, very efficient and effective way of doing things. You can go to Odesk, Freelance, Elance, um, TaskRabbit, Turk. There are many platforms now where you can get put out a, a job and get people to tender for that job and get it at a great value. And obviously, you don't have that continuous overhead as opposed to the ups and downs of your sales cycle. Um, I'd like to just tell you a story, if I may, about one of those in-platforms, gig Walk. And, you know, somebody like Procter & Gamble, they got the merchandise across the, the shelves in, say, something like Walmart. And in Walmart, you they might want to know, look, how are they being stored? Where are they being displayed within all the shelving around the globe? Well, they can go to GigWalk, and GigWalk has a huge number, half a million people on, 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 on its platform, and it can put out a message for people to go into those stores, see where the merchandise is, record that, send it back, and in a matter of hours, um, they can have that, the results coming through. And the, the people that do that kind of work get paid a few dollars for doing uh, that kind of function. And it gives an immense penetration and immediate results come straight back in at a very nominal fee. So they're able to reassess their situation as far as their their displays are concerned. Um, Another thing of interest that came through was something like Kaggle. So they didn't experiment, We, we were looking at algorithms and we're looking at doing a contest for algorithms and all state insurance, a very important algorithm for them is the claims. The, the whole process of claims. And they've built a algorithm out of a six decades, and they put it out to a group of 185 scientists and, and actuaries to come up with a better algorithm if it was possible. Of course, they did so in a very short space of time, in like something like three days. And although there was an outlay um, of, many, of a few million, they made many, many millions in return on the huge improvement that the algorithm produced. And obviously, then save them a huge amount of revenue. The power of these contests, the power of outsourcing, the power of gamification uh, and the getting jobs done online can't be underestimated. And this is an interim step we know before the advent of the AI in, in, its, in its full potential. Um, so in the meantime, it's very important to go to the crowd and, and go to the community. Uh, another one is ABBA, so boards, of directors, a lot of times CEOs are very busy and they shouldn't have to be functioning in a manner where they have to manage the boards. And these boards of directors, you know, we're not sure how much work they're doing for the company, if they're doing anything to what their value is. And it's very difficult in many cases of then getting rid of some of those board members. Well, ABBA has a, ABA has a platform that does the metrics for, for board directors. It wants to know how many calls they've made, how much traction or, or how much meaningful engagement they've got for the organization, have they brought on new business, and what are, what are the functions are they're doing in order to contribute to the company. And it does it in a metric form, which makes it easier to justify various actions thereafter. So these are some of the things that we can uh, think about when we talk, talk about uh, staff on demand and you can't even get a virtual assistance, a whole lot of assets that you can get together now that aren't in your normal brick and mortar. And I'd like to read you the two comparisons, um, if I may, of what the originally uh, partner McKinsey had to say about how we had a workforce and how the new workforce is actually functioning now. So originally it was said, look, the best way to harness human talent is to, you know, through full-time and exclusive employment relationships, where people are paid an amount of time they spend in common location. They should be organized in stables of a hierarchy where they are evaluated primarily on the judgment of their superiors and what what, and how they do their jobs in a prescribed manner. And compare that today where we look at um, what is now the description of of how things are. The reality is that most of the world's smartest people do have the right credentials, or should I say, don't have the right credentials. They don't speak the right language. They, they didn't grow up in the right country. They didn't go to the right university. They don't know about you, and they don't know about, and you don't know about them. They're not available, and they already have a job. These are some of the best people, the most bright people that could be utilized in your job allocation. And that's where they can get reached, and you can reach them through technical platforms. Uh, it, you know, they did an experimentation on, on the folding of proteins. And amino minor how they fold proteins, and many scientists looked at that. And they try to work out algorithms and ways of one of the miracles of nature of how different proteins are formed. And they did it as a game, gamification and I believe it was a secretary or PA, somebody in that category of work, and I think it was Liverpool or Manchester, and it was a lady, and she was better than anybody else on the gamification folding proteins. She wasn't qualified at all to do that job. And when they asked her how she did it, she said it's sort of like a crochet, or a knitting. That's how she does things, and that's how she put protein folding back together. So some of these things are very interesting. I know they have gone further with that now, right? With the ai but it was very interesting to see how these things play out and that certain people that you have qualified may not be at all the best person for the job and you now have the ability to reach out to staff on demand and find some of the top people in the world for that particular uh, job that is the power of, of staff and demand. we're going to go over next time we'll look at um some of the other things i mentioned where we're going to go into Uh, the creative side, the control side, and we will start to perhaps look at a little bit more about community and crowd as an interim step and how powerful the crowd is and the community can be when you're up against such massive numbers that can can contribute to your, your cause. So I hope this has been a little bit of new information for you. And as usual, you can get us on the next episode. Remember to like, subscribe, and so forth. And we'll see you next time.